If you want to know how to get to Sesame Street, you've come to the wrong place. This is The Bearded Theologians with Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. You're listening to The Bearded Theologians, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. And uh, this week... Um, as we were kind of kicking around what to talk about, uh, we uh, stumbled across this quote. Uh, it was a quote from Peter Bowler to uh, John Wesley. Uh, John was struggling with his faith, and um, he, had yet, he hadn't had that uh, Aldersgate Gate experience that uh, was all famous for John and, and for us as Methodists. Uh, and he was really struggling with his faith, and, um, and, and Bowler uh, responded to his uh, doubt and his uh, questions of faith with, with this really classic quote that uh, Methodists and others alike have, have hung to. But I, and I really like it. I think it's a good quote for us to talk about today. But it's, uh, preach faith till you have it, and then because you have it, you will preach faith. So, Zach, as you, as you hear that quote, uh, what, kinda, what do you think about um, in, in the context of that? And, you know, what, how does it speak to you? Well, you know, um, the, the whole, the whole story, the whole situation, the whole encounter between, uh, Peter and John, um, I refer to him on a first name basis cause we're homies. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it we all have that internal, it, okay. Yeah. Point behind you for everybody listening. He has a John Wesley bobblehead. Um, <laughs> don't derail me. Um, and a bust. All right. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> So it really, you know, we, we all have uh, this struggle in our faith. And, and I think if we're not um, honest with ourselves enough to admit that, uh, I think we've got some soul searching to do. But we've all doubted and we all will doubt uh, throughout our journeys in, in faith. And um, it's, it's, for, it's for things like, like this, like what Peter told John, preach faith till you have it. And then because you have it, you will preach faith. Um, I think that's, that's profound because it, 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 it means we're going to keep searching for it. It means we're going to keep digging and, and, and pressing forward and trying to um, actively seek out where God's working in, in our life. And, um, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm a big proponent that, that doubt's not a bad thing um, in just about any form that, that it comes through because that's where we soul search. That's where um, we, we become really intentional about finding answers and finding out who we are and who God is. And um, so I, I think God uses that. I, I, I truly, I mean, at least in my own experience, God's used my doubt to, uh, to seek me out, for me to seek him out. And uh, I have very much lived into that. Preach faith till you have it. And then because you have it, you preach faith. Um, you know, there, there are days I wake up and I'm not feeling it. Uh, and I press forward, you know, not in a, in a shallow or hollow way, but knowing that or believing that God's with me, I'm going to go and find out what the day has for me and, and keep moving on. Does that all make sense? I don't know. Maybe. What about uh, you, Frank? <laughs> a, a little bit. Um, and, and I think of it as this, is that like one of the things that we tend to forget um, is that, even in a journey, we can sometimes get lost and we can sometimes get turned around or we miss a turn or, you know, um, uh, those of you that have been on a mission trip with me know uh, that if I don't make a couple of circles, it's not really a trip. Um, and 
and, and, and some of it has to do with just the fact that it, it's not necessarily, we don't know where we're going. You know, we really do know where we're going. Uh, but um, the struggle is, is that sometimes getting there isn't as easy as we'd like for it to be. And I think that that's what it is with faith is that when we think we have faith, it's like this, it's everything is all unicorns and rainbows and, and Kit Kats coming from the sky. And, 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 but it's not that way is that sometimes uh, even in the midst of faith, we experience pain and suffering and, um, oh, yeah. and, sure. and I think we forget that. Uh, because we have this misconception that faith is happiness, and I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think the two are related. I think uh, faith is one of those things uh, that we have when we truly believe. Uh, you know, for for most people, whatever that is, it's up to them. You know, for me, it's faith in Jesus. Is mm-hmm. is am I abiding in what? Uh, he called us to do, which is to love God and to love our neighbors ourselves. And, and how am I being faithful in that? Uh, it requires uh, some soul searching and, and conversations and questions that sometimes we forget that that is a part of it, uh, attempting to preach it. Right. And, and, you know, we do forget that. And, and we, we take a look, um, look at the example that we have in Jesus in faith and in action uh, the dude struggled. It wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy journey for him, but he pressed forward. You know, we, we see immense struggles in his call in going to the cross and being with people. Um, and we see him work through that and continue to work through that. And yet we get into our own lives be like, Oh my gosh, I have doubt. You know, I may, it must be faithless. No, <laughs> you know, we have, we're not perfect. And even the, one who was still had this struggle still had still dealt with this um maybe not in the sense of you know not having faith but just wrestling with this idea and that not everything's unicorns and rainbows uh and yet for whatever reason maybe it's the last 20 30 years maybe it's the last couple hundred years in the church that well if you're a christian you know everything's going to be great and unicorns and rainbows and Kit Kats are going to fall from the sky. And I haven't experienced that. Uh, I, have, I see some rainbows. Uh, somebody threw a Kit Kat at me the other day, but I have yet to see a unicorn. Uh, <laughs> <until> I do. <laughs> well, and I think that that's it. it it's preaching faith uh, is preaching faith. I think, and, and this is where, this is the problem that we get into. And I think that the church has moved into is that we've only allowed certain people to preach faith mm. and that our baptism calls us to that everybody preaches faith and that we should do it in our own ways and what God has called us to do. Now God has called people to be professional pastors and theologians. And I, and I believe that I'm not just saying that cause I'm one of them, but I think that, uh, God has definitely given people gifts and graces to do that as a profession and a calling, just as people, uh, God has called people to be uh, um, teachers and um, you know, whatever else we feel God leading us and calling us to do. And I think that that's um, one of those things that 
uh, we tend to forget that we only, when we give just the pastor that authority to say he's the only one that that, that can do preaching faith, then we for, we lessen what we do in our normal everyday jobs. And, you know, and I use teachers as a good example for this because I know teachers that struggle. Like, well, I'd like to be able to share my faith, but because of the laws of the land saying I can't do that, and, that's, and my response to them is that you do share your faith. Yep. Um, your faith is a part of you. It's who you are. And and if you're a loving and caring person, people are going to see your faith, not yep. just by handing someone a tract or saying, right. you know, um, well, you know, if you did, not, if you died tonight, do you think, uh, you, I mean, you know, that, that's such a farce. The, the, the real thing to get people to understand faith is to model a faith that people right. look at and say, oh my gosh, I want what they have. That's right. You know, and, and, you're right. We, we've had some sort of shift um, in the church that has said that has gone from congregation and all people are, are involved in this process um, to it's the pastor. And, um, you know, I was when I was in campus ministry, one of the questions that I was always asked, well, how many people you send in the seminary? Well, I'm not sending anybody to seminary unless they're called to go there. Um, and, and that's between them and God. That's my, my responsibility is to make is to raise up disciples of Jesus Christ and send them out to be nurses, to be teachers, to be engineers, to be whatever they are called to be and give them the tools, the empowerment and the encouragement to live into that calling, to hear God's call. And, and you're right. We all have a responsibility. All of us who profess Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior have that responsibility to live out the gospel in our lives in such a way that preaches faith that shows people who we are without even handing them a track or talk. It's, it's the way in which we act. I mean, it is. And, and you're right. Yeah. There are certain places like schools and, and uh, certain, certain jobs that we can't legally talk about it, you know, but how we treat people, how we love, how we interact speaks volumes to, to who we are and who Christ is in us. And I think that that's the question that we could leave you all with today to to discuss and to wrestle with is how are you preaching faith? Mm. And if you uh, are struggling with your faith, uh, continue to live your life faithfully until you feel like you have faith. And then because you have faith, live more. Yeah. Um, I want to expand on that a little bit, maybe just a little awareness. Another question. Um, who, who in your life isn't picking up the Bible, but reading the gospel through you? Mm. Uh, the only gospel uh, that they're reading and what is it? Uh, so what are you preaching today uh, in your day-to-day life? And that's what we'll leave you with leading into Thanksgiving. Um, uh, we hope that you're able to go and spend time with your family and friends. And, and if you can't know that you're in our prayers, uh, both traveling and wherever you may end up over the next couple of weeks, um, may it be a thankful uh, season. And um, we also want to thank you for, uh, we're thankful for you guys listening to us, uh, spending time with us each week, uh, downloading the podcast, wherever you may do it, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, um, and YouTube. Uh, leave, us, uh, leave us a review. 
uh, give us uh, at least a star. That would be nice. Um, you know, we don't want to overdo it on the stars. <laughs> no, <laughs> Which, always, uh, always overdo it on the stars. Everybody gets a star. That's the society <laughs> we live in. <laughs> uh, we can put trophies on our website uh, later. Um, and speaking of our website, you can check out more content at beardedtheologians.com. We have plenty of guest bloggers. Uh, you can check out past podcasts and you can buy stuff. Now, we have some great stocking stuffers this season, all the way from coffee mugs to stickers. Yeah. And so, even beautiful baby onesies. Baby onesies. So even if you have friends that aren't having a baby, but you want to send a message, we have onesies. <laughs> you know, I, I, out there. I, I, I will say that it is a sad thing that this year there is no Frank Spechtold, uh Thanksgiving uh, uh, journey, uh, vacation. Um, uh, due to budget constraints uh, that was put on hold until probably next year. Uh, so, so Bechtold Frank's Thanksgiving uh, part two will, will uh, is in uh, production has been pushed back for a whole other year. And so I uh, just thought to let you know, cause I know people are so worried about that and, and yeah. how it's important. Maybe to- that's what they're thankful for this year. Is- <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to, we won't be clogging their Instagram and Facebook. I- it's nonsense. <laughs> I, know, I know of a couple of spouses that are probably thankful. <laughs> I don't know. Mine was asking me about where are we going? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, and she was like, well, what about Bechtold Frank's summer? I'm like, let's do it. So yes. <laughs> she, uh, all about it. I don't know. Uh, in theory, I guess, in, in application and actually getting there and putting up with us. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is great. <laughs> the idea is great. The execution is where, <laughs> you know, you know, it's fair to say when we get together, it goes from four adults and uh, five kids to, to uh, seven kids and two adults. Uh, <laughs> that's a fair breakdown of what happens on Michael Frank's vacations. <laughs> well, uh, that's all that we have for you today. Check us out on beardedtheologians.com, on our Facebooks, on the Instagrams, on the Twitters, on the Stitchers. See, I'm getting that one, right? Uh, iTunes, Google Play, I, uh, YouTube. You can catch us all over the place, all over the internet. Um, thanks. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys supporting us. Uh, everything uh, that you give and pray and, and do helps us continue to do this and uh, have, a, have a good time and hopefully be fruitful and productive. Um, for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Zach Bechtold. And I'm Matt Franks. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Theologians hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We got this, whatever this is. Did you forget your name? Thanks for checking us out.